Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, this is Sarah Tuberty, your host from Disarming Disability. Enjoy the following program on Public House Media. This is Dr. Mariah White, host of Your Life Matters, here on Public House Media. Thanks for listening to the following broadcast on Public House Media. Once you are done with this episode, I hope you'll come check out my show, Your Life Matters, where we talk about dreaming big and dreaming bold to reach your wildest dreams in both your health and your happiness. A new show comes out every single Tuesday. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes so you'll never miss an episode of Your Life Matters. Thanks again for checking out the following broadcast on Public House Media. everyone it is no filter friday on public house media and we're sitting here with the wonderful valerie emmanuel co-founder of role models management hello we're literally sitting across from each other right we now. are it's 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 precious yeah not on a phone call <laughs> it's real it's real and we're next to roscoe's chicken and waffles which is a fabulous fabulous establishment here in los angeles yes whenever anybody ever asks where the role models office we tell them Next to Roscoe's or Randy Stonehunts. And they're like, a modeling agency in between like the two most fattening places ever. I'm like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's how we do it. The devil is alive. Temptation <laughs> is out here. Absolutely. I feel like every agency like that though, like before, back in the day, like OG LA models, like they were next to this like burger stand that was there like old and crusty forever. It's a Chipotle now, but back in the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it's like LA models and LA talent are in the same building, and like you go to commercial auditions there, like uh-huh. even if you're not oh, yeah. signed by them, mm-hmm. and you'd have to like walk out of your audition or your callback or whatever, and you'd have to look at the burger stand and just keep walking <laughs> and just smell, <laughs> just smell the smells and keep walking. And be like, I'm gonna get out of this business. I can't stand it anymore. Like that was basically oh them. It was terrible. <laughs> I know what you're talking about now. And I used to be all the time in that building, like mm-hmm. when I used to have a former life as a model. And I don't remember that. Like, why? Really? I have really bad sinuses. Maybe that's why. Oh, see. So smell something. God protects. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I did a fashion show with one of your girls, and I thought it was uh, super an interesting premise in 2019 to have a modeling agency on of being a role model, not just to stand here and do this kind of a model. Mm-hmm. So how did how did that come to be? How did your tell me your co-founding co-founding story? Ah, actually it's I feel like a lot of people who start businesses together are usually friends. Uh, Ann and I were not friends. We didn't know each other at all. <laughs> I think I just started talking about how I was going to be an agent. Like I just kept putting it out there. I was modeling at the time and I was actually like probably making more than I'd ever made, but mm-hmm. I just wasn't happy. Like I don't know, I was just going into situations and talking to people. I was like, wow, everybody in this industry is like really crazy and puffed up. Sorry if I can't say that for you. Um, but, <laughs> it's the truth. Yeah. And I was kind of like, wow, I've been doing this since I was two years old. Like it's pretty much the only job I've ever known. And I want to be on the other side. Like I want to help models. So I started booking my friends for different jobs. I got connected with a lot of friends who had their own brands and I helped them with, you know, social media and content production. And I just kept putting it out there. Every time I went with someone, I was like, oh, I'm going to be an agent. I didn't say I was going to start an agency. I was just like, I'm going to be an agent. Like, that's what I'm working towards. Um, This is what I'm doing right now. And um, I guess uh, one of the women I talked to was Marcy Zaroff, who's really big in the eco fashion industry. And she was talking to Anne, who's working with her daughter. And Anne was like, I want to start an agency. And I want the girls to be different. And I want the industry to be different. And she's like, you should connect with Val. And you guys should start an agency. And she's like, I don't know who this person is. And then she goes, and you guys should call it Role Models. So we didn't even come up with the name. (laughs) 
The name was Bob. You were the universe just brought it to you. Exactly. It's like you and you go do the thing. Exactly. And she introduced us to an e- through an email. Um, my dad had just passed away, and he was super entrepreneurial, and he was the kind of person who was just like, you know, if you're not doing your own thing, you're not doing shit. It was very, very hard on me, and so I knew I had to start something. Uh, and I was like, I could probably kill it at real estate. Like I'm a fantastic salesperson, but. I think that I could also be a salesperson as an agent. As so a, a people salesperson. Exactly. I'm, I'm actually fantastic at selling people. Not like a sex trafficker, but yeah. like <laughs> as an agent. Talking my girls up. So yeah, that's that's literally how it started. We had an email, I think two months later. I was like, so are we doing this or not? Because I just looked up how to do an LLC and a DBA and a, and a USPTO website, like all these things that were just like, <laughs> but it took they me months. They have been marinating. Yeah. Yeah. And my daughter was turning two. So I was like, we are doing this right now. And Anne was like, I'm in. What do we need to do? She started this whole campaign on GoFundMe. We raised like 500 bucks. Okay. At the time, neither of us wanted to ask our boyfriends for the money because we we're like, no, this is ours. It's you know? our thing. Yes. Yeah. No boys allowed. <laughs> exactly. Neither of us wanted to like invest our own money yet because we didn't know if like we could trust each other. We'd never met. Yeah. So I was like, if I give this girl 500 bucks, she could run away with it. She's, she could be crazy, but she wasn't. So we did a GoFundMe as a first trust experience, and then we started from there. That's that's incredible. So when you so you got your GoFundMe for five hundred bucks. So I'm <laughs> assuming you opened your LLC. Yeah, just did the bank stuff, and first we did a DBA, and just did it really simple like that because I didn't know how we needed to do it, and I was just so afraid that we wouldn't make money. So I was like, let's just do it the cheapest way possible. Totally. And she, you know, was Swedish, so I was like, we have to do everything in my name. So she she trusted me in that way that I wasn't just going to take everything and run. So that's a major, <laughs> but yeah, so we filed the DBA and then I think a year later we did the LLC. Cool. Which mm-hmm. is, well, an LLC is much better because you can do pass through taxation and oh yeah, make it much it, easier. It's more expensive, but I thought, you know what? I'm like really fantastic. Like person, I'm very trustworthy, but I have 170 people that I manage at this point. Somebody could sue me for something. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. you have a child to think about. Yeah. It's not just it's not just you. You're not out here just flapping in the breeze. Exactly. Like you have stuff. Yeah, I could talk to someone the wrong way because they did something wrong and they probably deserved it and they're a sensitive millennial and they could try to sue me. Totally. So. Absolutely. <laughs> I think I did an interview, I think last week with Courtney Peldon from Aqua. Mm-hmm. And I think she said something like that. Like, sometimes you just say these things and like, they're, they're sensitive and it becomes this whole, oh yeah, this whole rigmarole. Oh yeah. It's hard now because I do try to find the line between like, like my parents are immigrants. Like my mom's Hispanic, my dad's West Indian. So for me, it's like, you know, when you translate Spanish to English, there is no political correctness. And that's literally <laughs> how I talk. Like my Willie's raised me and she's so politically incorrect. And so that's just how I talk. If and she's got noticed. her slipper ready. And she got her <laughs> slipper and her uh, her fly swatter yep. ready for you. Ready. You know? It stays ready. Exactly. So my other grandma, my West Indian grandma, she got the switch. <laughs> so I just talk a, a certain way. And I think my our girls and guys have learned to like really appreciate that. Yeah. Because I'm just not going to BS you about like finances, money, clients, anything. Well, no, like in this town too, like everything is like so fluffy and blown out of proportion uh, and mm-hmm. jibber jabber all of just r- the running of mouths yeah. all day long. Yeah. And like what actually gets done. Yeah. Exactly. Next to nothing. Yeah. I like when people tell me I'm very prompt about doing things like you just did a job like I should pay you right away do you know what I mean yeah. super simple things like that that are just like duh mm-hmm. that people are not used to and so it's refreshing that they have me and Anne and we've never worked at another agency like we wanted to have an agency but we never worked so we just came and did how we thought things should be done well absolutely and I think to as somebody's been working for 18 years and I used to shoot on film and there was no retouching oh yeah um Back in the day, like you would get advances from a big agency if mm-hmm. you were lucky from a job that you had did, mm-hmm. or you would have to wait a net thirty, net sixty, net ninety. Depending. When was it ever net thirty? I'm like, it's always been like ninety yeah. to six months. Oh. Whatever state or country that you're in, oh, that yeah. will allow whatever max time that yeah. they have, like to the minute sometimes yeah. of like how long they can get away without paying you. Oh. They will sit on that cash. Yeah. Did you know that it's actually a law in California that talent should be paid the same day as they work, which is why some yeah. people give cash out. A lot of people don't know that rule. 
I actually, as an agent, didn't know that role until a few months ago. I actually, because I'm petty, <laughs> because I'm petty, I pulled the California agency laws and I printed them. Yeah. And I keep them and I'm like, section 24B yeah. <laughs> says yeah. that blah, 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 blah. Because yeah. I had to get a uh, buck nutty on a hair agent a couple years ago. Wow. Because they took, like, I think the job paid like 500 bucks and they took $100 as their commission. And I was like, yeah. ah, ah. Uh, yeah. uh, no, let's back this up. And I, I had to pull the rules out and be like, I will take you to court. Yeah. And I'll go after your license while I'm at it. Like, yeah. I'm extremely vindictive. Don't play this game with yeah. me. Yeah, it's and difficult. They, and they sent me what they were supposed to send. <laughs> yeah. So was it because they were a SAG agency and they were charging you 20% instead of 10%? No, they what weren't was a SAG it? agency at all. Yeah. Um, their thing was, uh, oh, um, we charge that much money from your first booking. And then after your first booking... We don't charge you anymore. Oh, I'm like, wait. oh, so, so you can just get rid of people after you've booked them. So it was an agency commission. It was like a booking fee. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Illegal. They yeah. can people can only charge you for things that they've actually done. Like if somebody uploads like ten photos on casting networks, yeah, which they should ask if you approve these charges. Yeah, they should get in writing that you approve the charges. Then they can take that if you've already done that conversation, but not just like, oh, here's our. Oh, I tried to sue someone over that, and the woman, like, went crazy on me. I was like, okay, she's mentally ill, so I'm just not going to deal with her. But, yeah, totally illegal. We need to talk more yeah. about that. Yeah, and it took them, like, seven or eight months to pay me, like, <gasps> like the 400 Like, I had to, like, get on the email with them, like, every day for, like, months. But, like, this is urgent. Like, you have to pay me, yeah. or I'm going to lose my mind on you. Yeah. And they finally sent the transfer, and I was like... No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, no, you've, yeah. you've done it again. Like I, I thought, I thought it was clear that I'm not playing games with you. Like, yeah. but yeah, you have to, you gotta be on those, you gotta be on those rules, but you're right though. You do have talent in California. You have to be paid the day of, like, yeah. it's not a joke. Yeah. None of this. Oh yeah. We'll send you a check. Blah. Oh, it's in the mail. No, no. I mean, and the only people who are allowed that with is like extreme reach. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or like some other company. But if it's just a general company, I mean, people need to know what the laws are. Absolutely. So, and they're and available. Exactly. And you know, there's new laws for talent agencies. I don't know if you've heard of these, but they're uh, ABB2, no, AB2338. It's like the sexual harassment and Ooh. disorder. Oh, you yeah. Yeah, let's get into this. Oh. I have not heard this. Okay, well, I'm kind of um, talking about the launch of a new platform that we had that's called Role Models EDU, RoleModelsEDU.com, mm -hmm. but it's going to be a website where we basically talk about all the laws that are affecting the fashion industry, the entertainment industry. So we made these training videos, and they talk about sexual harassment, laws for minors, and also eating disorders, and basically every agency has to tell people about these laws in order to get their talent agency license and it's $100 per fine per model if you don't tell them about these laws. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, like, you can't walk, like, how you used to be able to walk into an agency. Like, this is one where skits and your, your agent would be like, okay, so you're going to Milan next week. So, like, just drink water and some green juice and, like, starve yourself. Like, that's illegal. You can't say that. Like, you have to give sound nutritional advice to models. Um, mm, which has a been new done. one. Yeah. yeah. So that's big. I don't know if people are actually going to abide by it, but we, I just like, I paid an HR person and I was like, please make this booklet for me because I think that this is really important. And I'm asking other agents, like, what are you doing about this? And they're like, there's a new law. And I'm like, oh my God. It's your industry. Yeah. Like, you have to pay your licensing fee. You have to, pay, you have to meet your state and federal compliance. Like that's just like every other business in the world. Yeah. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Very important that models know about these things. And if you're also your agency doesn't tell you about like sexual harassment, I know some models who've been told by casting directors that they're lesbian and that's why they can't work with X, Y, and Z brand because they're like a Christian brand. Like that's illegal and you should be reporting it for sexual harassment. That's insane. I know. I mean, you can choose whoever you want based on preference. I tell people yeah. based on size or preference, you can choose whoever you want. When you tell someone, I'm not giving you the job because you are gay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like you could have literally picked anything else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you could have literally picked, this person has uh, three less eyelashes than I need. Like, yeah, that exactly. could be construed or as preference. Or just be like, you're released from the hold. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, even though those things do happen, you know, and I, I don't think it's an oversensitivity thing. It really is a sexual harassment thing, and there's so many different variations of that. And we need to talk about it. Yeah, totally. That is, it's bizarre to me. Well, that and like, I remember, like, a million years ago, like, nobody really ever got 
a reason why you didn't book a job or a reason why you got released from a hole. Like they're mm -hmm. just like, bye. Yeah. yeah. Or like, and most of the time, like if you submit for something or if you audition for something, unless you hear back and say, oh, we're putting on hold, yeah. we have you pinned or you're booking this, come yeah. to your fitting or come to your blah, blah, blah or show yeah. up to set or whatever. Like you didn't know anything. Yeah. So to me, that seems like going out of their way to be like, so we're not booking you for this because yeah. we don't agree with whatever. It's like, what does that have to do with anything? First of all, oh, and yeah. second of all, I didn't need your phone call. I yeah. didn't need it. Exactly. <laughs> and I even know another model who's in Miami who had this girl who made like a whole nother account where she was like, I guess doing sex trafficking because she used her pictures on everything and clients were like, well, we're not booking you because you're associated with this back page ad. And even though it wasn't even her, which is kind of sexual discrimination because it was somebody using her information for illegal yeah. activities. You know what I mean? Well, and even like, not just illegal activities, like when you're a model or an actor, like you're selling your image by the day, by the campaign, whatever. Yeah. And if they go and do whatever with it, it's theirs. I can't stop them. Like yeah. once you sign that release, once that contract signed, unless they breach some that some piece of that agreement mm -hmm. in which now you have to go sue them if you can. Yeah. Like that burden does not lie on the model. On the model. Yeah. It just doesn't. Yeah, the photographer should have been there and like this is copyright protected. They can't use my image for this illegal, you know, stuff. Yeah. It had nothing to do with her. But she literally lost multiple jobs over it. That's insane. Yeah. That she got rolled into the uh the big back page lawsuit. Oh, that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That's a whole other ball of wax. Oh, my God. But that's, yeah. that's really crazy because I remember there used to be a couple law firms that, like, specialized in going around to, like, strip clubs, basically, that had stolen girls' pictures from, like, whatever photo shoots yes. and were using them for billboards or yeah. just any kind of print or flyers or yeah. limo wraps or, like, yeah. you name it. Yeah. Like, that's why I tell girls, don't do those stock photo shoots unless it's, like, a cooking shoot. <laughs> Otherwise, don't ever do sexy stock photos. Any models listening, don't do sexy stock photos. Only do exercising and cooking, period. <laughs> End of story. Dunsies. Those are, those are, that's it. That's, but yeah, that was a big thing for a while. Is that, oh. You would have to go find these strip clubs that were using this stuff and then the lawyer would have to get involved and like yeah. sue them and it was like a class action. It was like, it takes a long time. Yeah. Like it's not just something that you can be like, okay. Yeah yank it down like the damage is done oh, like yeah. you have to pursue your damages legally because the damage is done oh yeah oh, it God. can't be it can't be undone yeah a lot of legal stuff in this industry it is tons of it <laughs> which but, is why role models to you we will talk about like all those types of things that's a good topic to have on there actually good so how are you um how are you selecting models these days to be role models ah, so now our process is really simple i mean we do have referrals from other models and then i think the second biggest thing is we're really good on Google. So when people search modeling agencies, like we come up. So we do Your get, SEO games on point. Our SEO games on point. Thank you, main board. So, um, but yeah, a lot of submissions through just the join us page on our site. That's cool. Yeah. So that's... those are the two main ways. But I think now we're actively going to start like working with other agencies who are overseas and like developing talent who's amazing. And like this message isn't really spread across the world yet. So kind of finding those girls and and those guys and having them all around. Definitely, especially because like I had this agent with uh, this conversation with my theatrical agent a long time ago, uh, probably like five or six years ago, and she was like, casting directors and agents are not going to be able to coexist for much longer because mm. the pathway from client to talent is immediate. Yeah. With the internet. Yeah. And we just don't need this many steps. Yeah. So everybody has to figure out how they fit in the game. Yeah. <laughs> because people can just slide in your DMs or, like, or whatever. And like, you should always have somebody like as an intermediary, like negotiating for you. But yes. Casting directors though. I want to hear what you think about casting directors. I literally got called at 6 a.m. by a casting director. I'm almost willing to say her name because I was so pissed <laughs> off. But like, her assistant was really nice. That's the only reason I'm maybe not, well, I maybe will not say it, but got cursed out at like 6 a.m. because I asked if there was a window on a, on a callback. Oh my goodness. You know what though? I've had some, okay, first of all, the most angry calls you're going to get from casting directors is before 7 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Throughout the day, I think they get a little bit better. Yeah. But for someone to take their time out of their day to call you up and call you <laughs> call you all kinds of things because yeah. you asked if there was a window, yeah, is somebody that can't be that busy. Yeah. Because you had yeah. the time to do that, and all the casting directors, like, I know, 
are losing their minds 24-7 because they're crazy, busy, 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 busy. Yeah. And they just say, or they have their third assistant be like, no, there isn't one get here. Don't. I really don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's, yeah, I've, I've gotten, I got cussed out one time. I was uh, photo doubling on a multicam show at Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, and their normal girl had to go somewhere. So I was like replacing her for X amount of time. And she didn't tell me what that girl's name was. And so I get the call sheet and I'm like, see, crew call is seven, but like all the double people are like these different call times because they got kids on that show and you gotta abide by child labor laws and all that stuff. And I was like, okay, so I'm just gonna go at crew call because I don't know. Yeah. And like, what's worst case scenario, I'll kick it around the Fox lot until they need me. Yeah. So I get there and I'm like, hey, what's up? I'm your double. That's filling in for yeah. someone. I don't know their name, but I'm sure you get it because you're an AD. This is your show. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But your call time's until 2 o'clock. And I'm like, well, I didn't really know that because she didn't tell me who the who I was doubling. Yeah. Um, and he's like, you know what? Just, like, you can go home or you can chill. And I'm like, listen, I drove all the way to Fox Lot. I'm not going, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing that twice today. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll just be around. Uh, holler if you need me. Basically, yeah. and he's like, all right, I'm going to call the, the line producer and see if I can get you paid or whatever. Mm-hmm. Casting director called me and she's like, what are you doing there early? Yeah. How dare you can't read a call sheet and blah. I mean, just losing her mind. And yeah. I'm like, I never thought I get, I've been working for a long time. I never thought I'd get cussed out for being early. That's a new one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. That was a, that was a new experience, but the tables turned mm-hmm. and, um, their first AD who had been scheduling the day, like they're just zipping through it because it's a multicam show and they're on their game. They're in their like umpteenth season. They've, yeah. they've got it together. Their stage is pre-lit. It's not that complicated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. So they were hustling like throughout the day. So they ended up signing me in within the hour. Yeah. Basically. And then, and then the other stand-ins like didn't show up. Like they showed up at their call time. Yeah. But they didn't come like as they were needed so they were just like crew members were doing it and it was like a whole thing which is like a big union rule discrepancy yeah Uh, but that's besides the point but then the second ad was like you know what i'm gonna call her at casting because i think everyone needs to be here early (laughs) wow so like how stupid do you feel yeah i she doesn't and then after that she sent me an email about how dare i be early and i'm like i got signed in within the hour oh my god i mean it makes me think kind of like the people who just are used to doing it old school because i feel like this doesn't happen with me let's say for example cast partner yeah i'm not gonna say everyone's young but they're new school and they're fresh yeah you know what i mean and so it's just a different story. But like all the people who have just been in here for decades, I always have negative experiences with them. And it's because I honestly talk to them with respect and I'll call them and ask a question instead of just like not showing up, which most people do. Like their model can't make it. She booked the job. Like my model, my model booked the job. And I was like, I'm not going to just have her not show up. I'm going to ask for a window. And yeah. it's like, why should I be cursed out for doing the right, th- the right thing? You know? Yeah. For asking, like, it's painful for you to be asked a question. Yeah. That's your job. That's your job. Or the other time where there was a job that was paying 600 a day, and then they booked my model, and they're like, actually, we made a mistake, and it was 300 a day. And I was like, she's leaving to Africa on the day of the shoot. She can't change her flight for 300 bucks. i like, she can't do it. Mm-mm. Oh, oh, I was like... He's, he's like, I'll never book you ever again. I mean, he had to book us because we had like a pretty famous model that he had to book for a job. Yeah. But he was literally, and I was like, you can't change the rate on someone. I've had that happen a couple <laughs> times where the advertise rate was one thing and then they book you and they're like, oh, just kidding. It's like this or whatever. And I'm like, ah, 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 no, 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 no. And then like for, like for SAG, like union rules, like once you enter a contract, you, you can't, it can't be undone. Yeah. Like you have to pay. Even if you, they don't use you. Even if they undone. don't use you. That happened to my, my boyfriend, he booked a job on some show and they call back and like, yeah, um, so we're going to make this character a woman. So yeah. we don't need you, but you know, check in the mail because they have to, like yeah. they can't not. So he got paid to stay home basically. Yeah. <laughs> but like you entered a contract on your own volition and yeah. now you have to honor it. Yeah. Like. That's just how this goes. Like, yeah. we have to have some sort of, like, I don't know, business decorum that the rest of the world has to be held against. Like, Is that everybody else in every it? other industry? I mean, it makes me think, like, should I whistleblow and, like, say something to companies who work with these people who do this crazy stuff? 
Because it's like I've seen them casting this now for three weeks with seven different people. It's like maybe I should just tell them to go to like a better person because they picked all crappy people who have great SEO on their website. Like that's probably how they got found. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to they do about Google that. They just Google and the first thing that popped up, they're like, cool. Yeah. I don't know. It, it just seems much easier when I work with brands directly. Like I'll, I'll be honest with you, LA Casting, Casting Frontier at this point is like 10% of our business. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like LA Casting is a dinosaur these days, which is crazy to see because yeah. I've been in town for like 11 years. Mm -hmm. And that was... The only thing. The only thing. That yeah. was the holy grail. Yeah. And it has it's slowly tapered down. And now I feel like over the past like two years, it's just nosedive. Yeah. But um, I had a casting director tell me who's sharing office space with Casting Frontier mm -hmm. that um, Casting Frontier is like... Coming up? Yeah. It's, it's oh, they're taking, fantastic. Yeah, it's like taking over. Yeah, but I remember back in the day, they had like good jobs yeah. on there. Like they're not, the, I mean, we've lost a lot of production in LA, but like mm -hmm. I would say like six or seven years ago, five, five to seven years ago, they were one of the few places that had like co-star guest stars that were current. Yes. Which I thought was really interesting. Like, oh, yeah. Okay, Casting Frontier. But now I even see big fashion campaigns on there. Yeah. Like Ralph Lauren and Vogue and stuff. Not gonna like Casting Frontier, get on it. If you're just submitting talent wise, you can't see it, but on the agency side, for on the agents, agency side, I think it's great. And the only thing that's missing is that clients can pay on there. Because there's new apps now where clients can pay the model immediately and they mm -hmm. send me my commission and like, I tell the models, you can, I mean, of course I'll step in, but like you can negotiate if you want to cancel, whatever, it's very easy for them. And so there needs to be a little bit more of that, like transparency in that way. Totally. Oh, so. absolutely. Cause I've known so many agents over the years that will like, steal bonuses or all kinds of stuff. Oh my God. That sounds like a nightmare. And I, I understand how it can happen. It's like sometimes, you know, you have a job and then all of a sudden they send you an extra check for like five grand and it's to you. It's not to anybody. And I'm mm -hmm. like, wow. Okay. Like I'm just going to send it to the model, but I can see how somebody could want to actually just keep that. Well, it's not under her tax ID. It's not under her tax ID. And, and like, they don't know. They yeah. don't know that this, whatever yeah. sent whatever they have yeah. no clue oh yeah they have no clue probably what happened to me last year was just telling my friend yesterday that like my family was sending me all these pictures of a nike billboard like 2015 where's my check where's my usage check yeah where's my re-upped usage check run me my check seriously but i mean that's the world that we're living in now it's like yeah. people just try to slide stuff but i think that is kind of the downside of working like directly with people because my friend just got um a big pregnancy campaign. Mm -hmm. And the initial number that they came at her with was just hilarious. Yeah. It was a joke. And I was like, so they need you to fly here. Okay, so that's your travel day. And then they need you two days of shooting. So that's X, Y, and Z. Plus they want, uh, like, perpetuity on certain users. I was like, uh-uh, no. And she's pregnant? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I was like, no, 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 no. And I think we, oh, I think we ended up almost doubling it. Yeah. I was like, we're not doing all that. Like, they know that they have to pay this usage. Yeah. This is not some yeah. new thing. Yeah. They know that they have to pay the usage yeah. for print, for social, for whatever. Yeah. Like, if you want to use it, that's great. It's wonderful. It's fine. But you have to pay for it. Exactly. This is not a joke. Yeah. That's why I tell models that you should have agents. Like, I'm not saying that everybody can't be a free agent. But I even have models who are, like, working in other markets or doing social media, which I don't manage so much. And I'm like, if you want to send it by me... I don't mind looking over it. I'll just ask the person for a 10% agency fee and yeah. I won't have to get any from your check. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Well, that's the thing too is like there's and that's a, there's a lot of double dipping going on too mm -hmm. is that they'll take your percentage and then charge the client the percentage too. So mm -hmm. they end up with like depending on the situation from 20 to 40% yeah. on how they, 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 they ripped and dipped basically. I know. And I feel like a lot of models, so I guess we can talk about that for a second because a lot of models don't know how it works. So as an agent, when I first started the agency, I was like, oh, if I get, I was talking to my old agent and I was like, if I get an agency fee, like I'm not going to take agency commission from the model as well because like I got my agency fee and that's fine. And then she was like, that's not how it works. Like you're not going to survive on that. And I was like, why? Like that just seems like the ethical thing to do. And she's like, because, well, first of all, sometimes when I'm planning a shoot with someone, we will be talking for months. I will spend hours talking with this person. I will help them with all the production and coordination and, like, all of this stuff, which people don't understand. Even a big brand like like Nike, for example. Yeah. Like, I will help them all this coordination as the agent, which I didn't know that I did. And then our agents are also only paid on the commission. So if we want to operate, like, office, 
phones, website, all this stuff, yeah. instead of charging the models for it, it's easier for us to take an agency fee and then just keep the agency commission from the models as well. So for us, like that's kind of our way, because like I said, I didn't want to do that. I thought it was unethical. And then I realized like, so after paying our agent, like we would have no money. Do you know what I mean? And then also, oh and then also I don't want to ever charge a model a fee for something like a website which most agencies charge and That's models true. don't even know it. So I'm like, if we charge an agency fee and I make sure I get it like every time, some people don't want to pay it and I'll be like five, 10%, whatever. Yeah. Then I can keep it like no cost to the model. And I can actually like for, and then also with the agency fee, I can forward a lot of things. Like I would never ask a model to pay their own travel. I don't care if it's to Yugoslavia. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I can forward... I mean, even checks as big as $5,000 I can forward to my talent because I know I have extra agency fee for padding for all of our fees. Oh, that's cool. But yeah, yeah. like I've, but I've, with the double dipping, like yeah. I've seen a lot of times where you get charged for that. Mm -hmm. You get charged for website hosting. Yeah. You get, they don't float your, I like casting your casting frontier or yeah. your actor's access, like monthly fee or yearly, however you pay it. Yeah. Like, there was, I remember agencies in Chicago back in the day, they would charge you for the stamp that they put on your check to mail it to you. Really? It would go in your debt. Yes. Wow. That was a stamp. That was a whatever. Like wow. everything. Fun fact about Giselle Buchan, she was like crazy. I think she was like sixty or $70,000 in debt to elite Chicago. And then she booked Victoria's Secret and became the Giselle Buchan that we know now. Wow. But she was basically a pariah they're like they had her on the board for a while and like nobody wanted her yeah and then and they kept sending her around and yeah, yeah. and just racking up that debt from going all over the place wow. and now she is who she is wow <laughs> model debt is insane the model that's nuts there's a lot of people that get caught up in like um getting sent by like a mother agency like around yeah and yeah. they go live in these countries for like zero dollars and like two cans of soup a week yeah in a model apartment and don't make any money and they're just accruing debt oh my god at their agency that's why i tell girls i don't like you traveling to do on stay unless you booked a job there so if i'm working with another agency yeah. like the way i like to do it is like okay you have an agency in germany now she's not going to come do on stay if she books a job i will afford all of her funds there because i know immediately that they'll be reimbursed to me and that she won't be in debt but I'm not going to send her there because, like, I've been there before. Yeah. Like, it just makes no sense. Like, if she has a great book, she will get booked. Even if a job that pays 800 it's like, okay, your whole entire flight's taken care of at least. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And, like, I can give you a little bit of spending money. But I just, ah, just sending people there with no problem. Especially now in the day of, like, in the day and age of, like, internet and stuff like that. Like, you know what we look like. Yeah. It's not Exactly. Difficult. I can like, self-tape. Yeah, you can self-tape with accuracy. Like, mm -hmm. there's, you know, you're not relying on a comp card that came in the mail that may or may not be <laughs> yes. X amount of oh years old. Like, yeah, yeah. old school cardboard. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, like, you're not relying on that anymore. Like, you can FaceTime or whatever and, like, see yeah. what you're getting into. Like, do you want to book this person or don't you? The end. Like, yeah. it's literally not that difficult anymore. Yeah. And, like, although on stay was fun back in the day. I know. It, it, it is. It's really fun and exciting. If you never got to travel before, it doesn't feel like it's out of your pocket it feels like it's free but it's not yeah the way that i used to do it is i would um book like kind of like a like a slot of time and then be like i'm gonna be here for this amount of time yeah be like i know i have this person and this person and this person and mm -hmm. they'd end up referring me to other people or whatever yeah but um which is better than Hyatt saying in Los Angeles. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's nothing going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but like just going to be like, hi, I'm here. Hope it works out. Yeah. I have no money. It's not, oh, it's God. not a good look. You're already in like a, a, a mood where you're just like broke, you know? Absolutely. You're like broke and then you're in a broke mood. Absolutely. And then, I mean, that's how like being in a vulnerable position like that mm -hmm. is how you end up with these horror stories. There's this really great movie on Netflix called mm -hmm. Brave Miss World. Oh. It's about an Israeli lady that won a pageant. And part of that was being, um, I think she on stayed in Milan for a while. Uh, Brave Miss World. Brave Miss World. It's a really gnarly documentary. Brace yourself. It's a documentary? Yeah. Ooh. That she made like about herself. It's really, okay. It's, it's interesting. But she was on stay in Milan and she was like, I don't speak Italian. I yeah. don't know anybody. And she's yeah. like, I don't even like doing this. Like she had won a pageant. Um, 
And she was like, I don't even really like doing this. She's like, I want to go home to Israel and eat hummus and do the things. Yeah. Which is understandable. Yeah. Like, you have to really, really, really love it to want to do this because it's not fun. Yeah. Like, it's not. Yeah. And she told her agency, she's like, yeah, I want to go home. I want to go home. I want to go home. And, you know, they're like, okay, like, whatever. Um, we're going to have this guy <clears throat> take you to the train station or take you from supposed to take her to the train station. That's what he was supposed to do to the big, you know, the train station in Milan. Yeah. Supposed to take her there, and then she was supposed to train it from Milan to Rome, and then catch a flight from, like, from Rome to, like, Tel Aviv. And he drove her out in the middle of nowhere, tied her up, raped her. She had to talk him out of killing her, and then wiggle her way free to the train station, sit in all of that, to get from Milan to Rome, which if you've ever done that train ride, oh, yeah. it's like four hours yeah. of the clickety clack. Yeah. And um, she had to sit in all of that evidence and then get to Rome, have the Rome police do her rape kit yeah. and like all this evidence collection and this, that, and the other thing. Luckily, she'd known somebody that could come help her or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then she, after that, she had to get on a plane and go back to Israel and tell her parents that like, yeah, this is what happened. And it's basically going to destroy a piece of me for a long time. Yeah. Um, did they ever catch the, Oh, they did. They, they did. they did catch him. Yeah. They caught him and he went to jail for like X amount of time in Italy. And like, he is Israeli as well. Yeah. So he'll end up doing some like time in Israel at some point or whatever, but yeah. it's a really interesting documentary. But the point of the story is, is that when you're in a compromised position like that, yeah. you don't have any money. You may or may not have, a language barrier to deal with. Yeah. You're in a model's apartment with other people. Mm -hmm. That's tiny. Mm -hmm. Um, and you're stuck there. Yeah. You gotta, you have to, you have to work. You have to work your way out. You have to work <laughs> your way out. It's not a joke. Yeah. Um, it's not running around eating gelato, walking up and down cobblestone streets yeah. all day. Um, and you end up in these, you know, you go meet, you go to go sees and you meet designers or, you know, various clients, you go test shoot with photographers that you don't know, mm -hmm. um, and assistants and wardrobe and hair and makeup and all this yeah. stuff. And those are all people that could, that could end up having to sideways. Yeah. And it's not, it's not a joke. And then on top of it, if your agent doesn't care or your agent sends you straight to that predator, yeah, you're going to have a bad time. Yeah, exactly. Now people are, I mean, as you saw, the whole Marcus Hyde situation that happened yesterday, and that other Tim, who's like another photographer, I think he's a Victoria's Secret. Yeah, no, no, he's not a Victoria's Secret photographer. No, he shoots BTS. He's oh. a BTS photographer. Oh yes, this got crazy yesterday because a bunch of because I know almost every Victoria's Secret photographer. Yeah, um, and I'm like, I've never heard of this guy. Right? Who is this? Who is this bozo? Like, I've never heard of him, and I guess like because of his BTS with. Victoria's Secret events. Yeah. He's got some pictures of like Alessandro Ambrosio and like yeah. some of these people like on his page or whatever, which is fine. But yeah. like to that point, like you can't judge somebody's body of work because they have picture with X or Y or Z model, especially yeah. if they're a really, really big model because they've shot with everybody. Exactly. And like they don't have, or you can just steal pictures. Yeah. There's so many people these days that are like, oh, I'm a photographer and they just stole pictures oh or they'll God. post a casting that yeah. they're looking for models and their mood board or their example photos are not them. And they could never in a millionaire's kind of shoot a fraction of good, wow. as good as those as those images look. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's been that that Tim dude's been like going or like I think his name is Tamir because he's Turkish yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure of his name. He's a bozo. You'll see you'll see it pop floating around the internet, but he'll be God. like, send me nudes, send me topless, send me this, send yeah. me that. And it's like, um, first of all, like there's no like as somebody who does a ton of like nudity, uh -huh. like you don't send those in casting. No. Like you just don't ever. I said, I was telling my friend yesterday, the only reason you would ever send a nude is if you were doing a body paint shoot. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like a, that body paint TV show, which mm -hmm. like, yeah, that would make sense to cover up tattoos or something like that. Or like if you have to get a body tattoo, but that's after you've already booked the job, mm -hmm. you've got the contract, and you're most likely sending that to the stylist, not the photographer or oh, the makeup artist. Totally. Well, that, not only that, but like those jobs would have come from a casting director that has a building with the, with their, somewhere with their name on the door. Yeah. Like they're a legit person, not some rando on the internet. No, not a random photographer. I'm like, no. If no. you're doing like that whole face show on, on VH1, go ahead. And as somebody who's <laughs> shot with actual Victoria's Secret photographers, yeah. under zero circumstances would 
any of them ask you for a nude photo. Yeah. Like, none right. of them would. Antoine Verglas will not. Mm-hmm. Um, Sai will not. Yeah. Ben Watts will not. Yeah. Like, yeah. literally name any of these dudes, and yeah. they're not about it. And, like, for the most part, they couldn't care less about another nipple. Yeah, <laughs> Like, so much. Uh, it's it's yeah. whatever. Like that's <laughs> yeah. Like God love Antoine Verglas. He's so amazing, and I wonder. Yeah. But he'll be like behind the camera, and he's so talented. He'll be like, Pamong. Yeah, yeah. Like he's just not like a hundred percent unenthusiastic. Like he literally doesn't care. The things that he cares about are like his jams. Like he's got to get his yeah. like music right. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are the things that he's concerned. But not like oh, sexy baby. No, oh no. My God. They literally couldn't care less yeah they've seen it all a thousand times in spades like it's yeah it's it's well over and done with they yeah. literally don't care so if somebody's like sliding in your dms send me bobs and vagine oh it's God. not <laughs> it's not i can't believe it's not how it. stupid must the people be too that in 2019 you don't think that what you do will be on the internet you know, it's amazing who's dumb enough to get screen capped. Yeah. Like, in the era of trap chat. Like, yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Seriously? Yeah. You're yeah. just out here giving away screen caps? Yeah. Like, nobody can't use that? Like, you know, they say oh. criminals are dumb because they are. Yeah. But like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, like, really? A screen cap? Yeah. We live for receipts now. I know. We're all Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Like, we all yeah. have receipts. <laughs> we all have receipts. I have a whole file of receipts. This person, this person, this person. Oh, yeah. And whenever somebody comes up, I was like, oh, I've been yeah, waiting to exactly. pull that out. Facts. Facts. Real news. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's my whole thing. It's like, the, and that was, um, I did a show on TJ Miller, and that was a big piece of that. It was because he was the only person that had got accused at the time, in an era where we had receipts, yeah, and he had their email chain, yeah, with him and his improv group and this girl that had accused him or whatever, he had the all of the receipts because it was a reply all, yeah, and they had the entire email chain from two thousand one. Wow, if you can, if you can believe it, but like, wow. so receipts are a thing. Yeah, they're a thing. Yeah, keep they, them models. Keep them. Yes, <laughs> don't don't delete the. The chat, because you don't want your boyfriend to see it. Yeah. Just in case. <laughs> Keep it. You never know if you're going to need it. Oh, Lacey, no. No, 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 no. Don't call me. <laughs> but that, I mean, that's the hard part about this stuff is, like, you just don't, you don't know. Yeah. You have no idea, like, when some something's going to pop up or something's going to, like, come to be. Like, I, um... In New York, so Terry Richardson, like, before everybody was like, oh, Terry this, Terry that, whatever. Yeah. And, like, and to be fair, like, not everybody's going to have the same experience with every single person. Exactly. There is a pattern of behavior, and once you get enough of them together that did the same thing, yeah, we can all put two and two together, mm-hmm. or 15 and 15 in some yeah. in some cases. But, like, keep those receipts, man, because you, mm-hmm. you, never, you never know. Yeah. And it's better to have them than not. Yeah. Because... And then somebody could say something about you, too, of like, oh, this person was trying to get me to do this and trying to get me to do that. And like, yeah, no, actually, (laughs) actually, actually, I have the correspondence, Mm -hmm. which is the great thing about like email and text messaging and DMing and IMing and Mm -hmm. all of that written correspondence, because then you can just keep it forever. It's not like you were on the phone with that person, you know you can say that they said this or whatever, like you have it. It's in black and white. Mm -hmm. And if they want to deny it, they're welcome to. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Look stupid. Do you, with within this agency, are you, because your, 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 your Instagram bio uh, <laughs> says that you're working with models and brands that, like, want to do better in the world. Mm-hmm. How are you filtering out brands and things to work with? Uh, I think for Brit, so when we first started, I think we were like, me and Anne are both vegan, and we we're like, we only want to work with vegan brands, and like, we only want to work with cruelty-free brands, and then we realized there are so many brands who have initiatives that they don't know how to talk about, and the best way to talk about them is by working with models who are also having those same passions. Right? Yeah, they're so, aligned. Exactly. So when models come to us, it's like sometimes we see something in them, but they don't know how to express it, so like I can help them with writing, and like this is the stuff you need to be posting on your Instagram, this is what clients are going to be looking for. And then with brands, I just want to know, like, 
what type of message can you convey that's something other than just an image? Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So it's a picture, but it's got a caption. Exactly. Use it. Exactly. A caption and a story. And like, you know, I'm just telling you right now, if you're doing something on plastic pollution, like you might as well use a model who's all about plastic pollution. Like I know you have a picture of the girl you want, but like maybe deviate from that just a little bit because you can't find her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just so that your message can be clear. Because if somebody clicks on her page and she's just like smoking cigarettes and wearing Fashion Nova, like, you know? Yeah. People and the thing is, too, is like people go look for those places. Those people, yeah. like I think a good example of that is the Fiji Water Girl from, I think it was the Globes last year? But Wait, she, I didn't know this. You didn't know this? Okay, so Fiji Water Girl, I forget her name, but she's on the Instagram, you can find out. Mm -hmm. uh, they hired her as a promo model with yeah. other girls to yeah. be on the carpet with Fiji because Fiji was sponsoring the award show. Yeah. And then she ends up like, you have to stand at like the little Fiji like area or whatever, but she ends up like photobombing unintentionally like all these celebs and they're all their, um, like ease red carpet coverage and like they're yeah. constantly getting passes on oh, this girl. Yeah. And then her Instagram blew up. Like I think she was, um, I think she was at like ten or fifteen thousand, like nothing crazy, and then she shot to sixty-seven yeah. within the evening. Yeah, and people were like, "Who is this chick?" Yeah, <laughs> because she was getting all this fashion press of like, "Well, this is this dress on this person cute or whatever," but Fiji Water Girl is just killing it. Yeah, her <laughs> in her little tray. Yeah, but like people do go looking. Yeah, for these things, like mm -hmm. if you have something that's like pointing to you or your face or your arm or your feet or whatever, yeah. like. People were like, who is this? Especially now exactly. when brands are posting stuff and they have the ability to tag. Yeah. They do. And they want to know if you're not tagging, why? Yeah. That's something that I didn't realize. People are like, who's the model? Who's the model? And they never respond. Most times it's because, I'm not going to say her page is not that interesting because I think a boring Instagram is just fine. It's rather than like a stupid Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Better than like an Instagram with you with like 10 blunts in your mouth and like cognac. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but there is, you know, you have to think there's a reason behind everything. Unless it's a big, big brand like Nike, we're like, there's too many departments. Like we can't tag every person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But even the then. shoot with a crew of 200. Exactly. But even then, people figure out who it is. Yeah. So, you and especially well if you take enough of those campaigns and slap them together, you mean like, oh, this, then you like, you end up on these like hot streaks of bookings. Like you book, yeah. book, 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 and it gets quiet for a minute, and book, 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 yeah. and it gets quiet for a minute, and then you're like, oh, it's quiet, I'm gonna go on vacation, and they're like, ha ha, no, you're not, and you end up with all of these bookings that you now have to cancel flights for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's true, it happens. If yeah. you just, if you're, if you're feeling dry, like if you're, if you're really not getting some like, some nice like hype around your career just go drive around lax just loop it a couple times oh. and people will be like wait a second is this just, person gonna leave just travel yeah that's when your biggest options come up yeah oh girl literally outside my conversation <laughs> <laughs> always Absolutely. what do you mean i couldn't reach you for two weeks you were camping in the middle of china yeah we had a hundred thousand dollar option you know, it's always like that. It's always, you always come home crying from stuff like that. Like, why did I go? I know. But you, you know, so back to the thing with the brands. I think for brands with us, because we don't want to be like, they're not 100% eco. Like, we can't yeah. work with them. We're just trying to work with people who are working on stories that are bigger than You're just You're serving fashion. a higher purpose. They're serving yeah. a higher purpose. Yeah. I dig so it. So we've opened it up a lot. We also have just like, you know, commercial models who do lifestyle and they do Geico commercials and stuff. Like, Whatever. You know what I mean? It's yeah. every model's well, those, career. Season. Yeah, like those, everybody has their jam. Like I kind of recently got into like the, like hospitality and like restaurant photo shoots or like oh, yeah. beverages and stuff like that. And next oh, yeah. week I'm going to that place where um, it's a establishment and there's blues yeah. <laughs> in San Diego to do their shoot for a couple days. Uh -huh. And I'm like, see, that's my jam. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm good times now. Like yeah. back in the day, not so much, but like. After a while, like you start to like find you either find a new groove or like you're you're steadfast or whatever. Yeah. Like and you know it's good to work with the bigger brands because they can pay the bigger amount and mm -hmm. the smaller brands like we're still trying to work with them because sometimes I'm not gonna lie there's like an ethical brand but like they can't pay a model ethically or like a lot of times sometimes they don't want to pay a model mm -hmm. or they don't understand usage and like how it works so like she can't work with any other brands and the rate is 500 perpetually and I'm like. Sorry. Are you like, high? No, yeah, it happens a lot. And so we're trying to tell them, like, I know you're a startup and stuff, but, like, you have to be lenient with us because there are girls who want to work with you. They like your mission. But, like, it's all around. Like, just because your stuff is vegan doesn't mean it's cruelty-free. Doesn't mean it's, 
You know what I mean? Like ethical. Like if you are want to pay your model ten dollars an hour and use her yeah. images forever, like that's not ethical. No. So it's actually illegal. Yeah. <laughs> it, oh, you're surprised. People showed you it all the time. So oh, it's like absolutely. Awesome. Working with everyone. Well, then, like you want to do these jobs. Like nobody gets yeah. in this business and be like, oh, I don't want to work on that. Like we all want to work on stuff. Like yeah. we're not out here razzle dazzling to not work. Yeah. But sometimes you have to turn those things down. It's like I can't deal with whatever that is, I can't do it. Yeah, like, put yourself in a situation where you will lose money down the line. Totally. Well, not only that, but like, especially like commercial conflict. Oh my goodness, no. Yeah. Everyone go away. <laughs> <laughs> I swear this happens to me all the time. Um, the, uh, it's, commercial conflicts can really screw you mm -hmm. because especially if you didn't get paid for that conflict, for that yeah. six months or that year yeah. of conflict. And it's yeah. like, you know, I don't necessarily, like, if we do this shoot and it's like, you know, not, it's a reasonable rate, but you know you're not paying what everybody else does. Yeah. Okay, fine, but you came up with those conflicts, not me. Yeah. So if you can just release the conflicts and, yeah. you're, and if you're gain and you don't care if I go work with Tide, yeah. then you can pay your little money. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. like, the model doesn't invent those, those conflicts. Yeah. The client does. Yeah. So you can't just block yourself out of whatever for a tiny bit of money. And sometimes those brands blow up. Yeah. Like sometimes you'll like, um, I used to work with naked, naked wardrobe. Oh, wow. And when they were first like coming out, they would send me some red carpets mm -hmm. and it was awesome. And it was mm -hmm. cool. And then the same week, Khloe Kardashian and I wore the same dress. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Like, we don't need Rachel anymore. I know. <laughs> and then it's like they get VC money and it's like, screw everyone. Yeah, basically. Which is fine. I'm very happy to see their business doing good and their yeah. little billboards and all that stuff. That's great. That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, but like, you don't know who's going to blow up. Yeah. You really don't. Yeah. You have no idea. Or sometimes like, you get a call from somebody you're like, ugh, really? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. And then... <laughs> Later on down the line, they're like the hot thing, and you're like, "Are you serious? Are you, are you yeah. kidding?" Yeah, yeah. Like, so I should have done that Tesla commercial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yes, absolutely. Like you got to be. I don't know. The flexibility is good, but bending over backwards or for somebody who doesn't. Yeah. Care is not. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Actually, flexible, not bending backwards. Yeah. That's how models need to be. to hear. Yeah. Not, <laughs> you can see your hand right now. It's yeah. like not going very far past the wrist, it's, people. It's like a really princess wave. If we get past the princess wave, yeah. we got a problem. Yeah. Like we're diving backwards. It's it's a no. Yeah. But then that's the other thing, too, is like holding out. Like, don't. I always say, like, desperation is like a good look for nobody. Yeah. It's another way, way to get yourself in a compromised position. Because, like, yeah. you want something so bad and you want to work and you want to do this. You want to. Yeah. Which is wonderful. That's a fantastic. Yeah. But. If it's not under the right conditions, you're just hurting yourself. Yeah. Or that, and that's, you know, on a good day, the worst of it is putting yourself in a bad position with people that you don't know. Yeah. Run in to go shoot with who, wherever. Yeah. And you don't have any recourse. Yeah. Or a backup plan. Yeah. <laughs> or been like, oh, okay, that's fine. I'll do it for a 10th of the shoot that a 10th of the rate that the, the client usually pays. Yeah. I really want to work with them. Like, ah, uh... I don't know about that. Totally. Well, then, like, it's not a good, like, some of these big companies, too. Like, I did one over Christmas that was like, oh, well, you should be happy to do whatever because it's us. And I'm like, I don't, you're mistaken. I yeah. actually don't care about you at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't even shop there. Yeah. So. <laughs> like, I literally don't, I don't have your app. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, I literally don't care. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, but to work with you, whatever. I'm like, I'm old. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I've done it all. Yeah. These gray hairs will tell you that I've yeah. done it all. Yeah. And that's, I, you can go find somebody who cares. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> oh my God. And they will find someone. That's the they will part. find the hungrier, the hungrier, plentiful. Yeah. They're out here. Yeah. They, they want to do that. But let's talk about submitting people to jobs though. Mm -hmm. Have in the era of hashtag me too, have you been weary about, cause when you pull up these castings, especially mm -hmm. on the agency side, you can see who's directing, you can see who's producing, yeah. you can see who's casting it. Mm -hmm. Do you ever look at that and be like, mm, never mind, or oh, that person's cool, it'll be fine? You know what? Usually if I see the production company, I go based on the production company. If they're super okay. new, I try to see like who they've worked with before. I basically just try to see how legitimate people's work is. Absolutely. If their work is super legitimate, then I will trust them. But I mean, I get so many emails every day from people who just like literally have nothing to show yet. And I'm kind of like, 
can you hit us back up in three months? Like once you've already done that project, like yeah. it's a social media project or something. So I have to be where, like if they work with models I know, sometimes I'll even text the model. I'll be like, you've worked with this photographer before. You work with the production company. Did they pay you on time? Like, who, were they cool? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, how were they conversation is a time honored yeah. Hollywood tradition. Yes. That must be continued, but I, I've talked about that over, over the course of the last couple of years too. Of like that, we all talk, yeah. we all know yeah. what's going on, and mm -hmm. if you slip up or if you do something or if you treat somebody a certain way, like yeah. it's going to stay with you, yeah, forever. Exactly, and you could change like ten years from now. You know, people change, but just don't be an ass right now. Yeah. Because it will get around. Absolutely. So I'm sure there's people who say I'm an asshole. <laughs> I, I'm sure there's people who like hate me and they say I'm well, yeah, really like she called and with. she asked for a window on a callback. Yeah. Or like I didn't, you know, like sometimes some days I don't log into LA casting like as an agent because there's so much stuff that's coming from outside that it's like ah to get that like five castings this week, but there's like ten offers. Mm -hmm. So it's like I can't log in and I will miss something. I never miss a casting, but like miss something on a on yeah. the chat or something, yeah. which is like a really bad way to communicate. It is, but it's, it's, it's hard. It's I hard know. to keep up with that. Cause I have, um, I just looked in like my archive messages and I just saw that like, someone's like, Oh, can you work on this tomorrow? And it was like on July 10th or whatever. I know. And I'm like, the messages part, the message that needs to be fixed. Cause Absolutely. like I can always see the castings and stuff, but that window is just like, it's really easy to miss. And I just realized a few days ago, they cannot see my email address on casting networks. Yeah. They can only see my phone number. I don't know why I didn't know that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. I've always had people like be like, oh, well, like reply with your whatever. And I'm like, you can't why? see this? And they're if like, no. no. And I'm like, what do you mean no? Yeah. Like how? Come on. With your phone number? Yeah. Because if I miss it, because it came up as scam likely, mm -hmm. <laughs> then like that option's done. You well, know what even I mean? still, like it, that's not, it's written stuff is better yeah like so what like i miss your call because i'm on the phone with somebody else yeah. who i do know yeah like and you may or may not leave a voicemail with like all of these details of like i need this person who's a redhead and has blue eyes and oh yeah oh my god those calls. yeah and it's like i i'm supposed to like sift through this by hand like yeah i don't have time for that exactly no the email is much easier and i think especially in the age of me too email is easier because you can keep a track of everything that's been said and like yeah even yesterday me getting that phone call in the morning at 6 a.m cursing me out for something that was totally ridiculous it's like that wasn't a me too situation but that was a very inappropriate situation that like maybe the cda should know about yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like, because it was done over the phone, like, what can I possibly say? Like, I'm getting up and like getting my daughter dressed. I'm not recording this. Yeah. But that's the thing is like, we shouldn't be living in a world where we feel the need that we have to record everything. I know. Because nobody can act right. Yeah. But I will say though, I was, I always ask this question to people with these, within the living and, and me too cancellations. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Everybody's getting canceled. canceled, which is fine and wonderful. Do you think that's leaving space for new people that can act right? Yeah. To come up. Oh, totally. I feel like there is this page called Shit Model Management. Yeah. My friend it's, started it. Oh my God. It's amazing. <laughs> and I love last year when they did a list of like agencies that were kind of like good and bad. Mm -hmm. And they really talked to like thousands of models. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because usually it's like if somebody does something, they'll do the same thing because they think they can get away with it. So mm -hmm. they had like legitimate. There's experience. never, it's never an isolated instant. Once yeah. there's one victim, there's more. Oh yeah. So I like, I like platforms like that and I want to see another platform maybe pop up like that. That's, I don't know, maybe not role models edu, but something along that line that somebody else makes. So yeah. I have my somebody name else on it. who can aggregate all that data. Exactly. Where it's like kind of secret. Well, like every other business has like Glassdoor and stuff like that. Yeah, but we don't. We don't. There's, there's like Facebook groups if you, if you're lucky yeah there's a couple different Facebook groups of like like agencies that are not so great to work with or whatever and yeah. like if you get called the carpet on there you so you should make it that's, that's your next coin <laughs> my next boom <laughs> boom my next charge I, I, have I, kids. Do, I don't have time I do deliver tea on a weekly basis yeah, like, yeah. this might be my coin <laughs> it's like who are you what is your deal yeah I see a future podcast maybe. yeah let me see your books yeah Oh my gosh. Get it out. <laughs> I'm coming with the white glove. Oh my God. But yeah, it's totally, I think, opening up space for those who've been doing the right thing, but maybe haven't gotten the platform that they needed. Yeah. Or who've just been in this industry, like as a bystander, like, you know, I told you so. And like, this is the way we need to move forward. Totally. Cause like, it can't keep 
going like this yeah. forever. I like, thought Me Too sold it. But yesterday, as we see, Marcus had Tim or whatever his name is. Not going anywhere. No, it's not. Well, the thing is, I think somebody slid in my DMs from like a fake Illuminati page, and it was like, "I'm gonna help you with your career." I'm like, "Okay, and you I with your eight followers." Yeah, and I just laughed and I laughed and I drug him for like thirty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, "What are you going to help me with?" Yeah, who? No, nobody knows you. No, no. <laughs> but it's like, it's just these schemes to get people to send them pictures. It's just yeah. mind blowing. Like yeah. there's nothing screen that screams. I have a trash dick, yeah. like a list of yeah. pictures yeah. from people that you don't know. Oh my God. It's like, you already outed yourself. Yes. You have As a loser. Yeah. In all fronts. Well, I guess like the desperation that one must have to yeah. be like, I'm a BTS photographer and I need to see. Yeah. Are you high? And unfortunately, the Come thing on. is, I tell models, this is why you can't accept free jobs. This is why you can't shoot with people who don't have their shit together because you make it bad for everybody else. Like Not only that, but like those pictures last forever. Yeah. Like, if you shoot with a photographer, that's crap. Those pictures last forever. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you can't legitimize perverts. And so yeah. don't be so desperate that you are legitimizing, you know, agents who are bad, photographers who are bad, production teams that are yeah, Bad, you know we all mean? have to like choose to not participate yes. in this foolishness. Yeah, so that's our side. That's our part as actors and models, women and men. Yeah, yeah. everybody. It's gonna take all hands on deck. Yeah, to to yeah to to delegitimize, delegitimize. Yeah, the perverts out here because yeah. there's so many, so many desperate perverts. Mm -hmm. It's really yeah. There's just a, a tsunami of them that just Girl, keeps we coming. We pervert talk all day. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, it's like there's no like this business doesn't have any. It's not glamorous. Yeah, there's no glitter. Yeah, and it is an actual job. Yeah. Like, would you put up with this from a from a job at Seven Eleven? No. Target? No, you wouldn't. Wait ninety crazy. days for your paycheck and still come to work? Yeah. No, you wouldn't do that. If you wouldn't do that for them, don't do it for this because yeah. it's not. Yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah. It's not fun. I don't mm -hmm. care if it's gonna get you likes on Instagram. It doesn't. Yeah. Matter. Yeah. <laughs> You have to do it because you honestly love it and because you've gotten to a point where you can get respect and, yeah. you know. And, and, and on top of that, like, you, the commitment that it takes to doing stuff like this mm -hmm. is just like getting a committing to being a lawyer or yeah. being an accountant or whatever. Like, you have to stick with it and it's not going to be fun yeah. for, like, the overwhelming majority of the time. Yeah. But it's the overall that hopefully you'll be happy with. And yeah. if you're not, get out. Exactly. I love being an agent though. I really do. I That's love good. being on the other side. I mean, like sometimes I do want to model again just because I get like some inquiries, but I actually love being able to see that things are changing. Yeah. You know? Courtney Pelden said the same thing. Yeah. She was like, I wanted to be an agent and I just yeah. went for it. Yeah. You did it. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies killing it. All right. Well, thank you for joining me for No Filter Friday on Public House Media. Um, and you can find the podcast or other podcasts on, other, other, on Public House Media wherever you get podcasts. So like Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, all that stuff. And I will see you all next week for some more craziness because it never stops around here.